Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains. I'm Ken Dunnick, ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars tight end. My partner is the former beat writer for NJ.com and Trenton Times. Mark Eckel covered the Eagles for many years. And, Mark, I can't believe it, but we're actually going to say the P word. <laughs> I brought it up podcast. last week. I know. I thought you were premature, but uh, <laughs> it certainly seems appropriate. Appropriate. By the way, um, one of our uh, listeners spoke to me this week and said, our podcast is great, and it's the fastest 15 minutes in sports talk podcast history. So I guess that's a good right. thing. Cause I think so. We do, it, it does we do have about. fun. We do have fun doing it, and uh, glad uh, the people appreciate it. By the way, the podcast is brought to you by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine, the only men's magazine in the Philadelphia area. If you have any interest in advertising or attending one of our popular club events, please con- ta- contact me, Ken Dunnick, at 856-912-4007, or email me, Ken, at jerseymanmagazine.com. So, Mark, you and I chatted a little bit yesterday. Uh, We were talking about uh, the epiphany of the Eagles in this transformation. And I have to say that, you know, pro football is challenging, but it's not rocket science. And the way the Eagles were playing early on in the season, uh, refusing to run the football, I believe one one game they had four rushers the entire game. Yeah, Three against Dallas. Okay, three against Dallas. And then um, the defense, who just was uh, satisfied in sitting back in a deep cover two and, and leaving the underbelly of the, the field wide open, it just was a scenario that wasn't working. So if something isn't working, and I believe you and I talked about this about two or three weeks ago when the Eagles were struggling, if something isn't working, I don't care what your philosophy is, you have to change it, right? Lo and behold, the Eagles rushed for 242 yards yesterday against the number one rushing defense in the NFL. They, 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 and here's one thing that, uh, that running the football does for you as a football player. It, it helps you develop a swagger. It gives you a toughness. And actually, Seth Joyner talked about this on the post game yesterday, and I agree with it. When you run the football, you're coming out and you're hitting people. When you're pass blocking, it's a passive set. And you're trying, just trying to protect. And it's a totally, it's a totally different mindset, and I think it makes you a tougher football team. And right now, the Eagles are doing it pretty well. It's amazing. I don't know. It's not the same team. It's not the same coach. It's not. It's like somebody came. It's like you know. I mean, like you know, the crazy fans that were saying fire this guy. I think they did. Whoever that guy was at the beginning is not the same coach now. So they did fire that guy. It's the same body, looks the same. They still call him Nick, but he's a different guy. <laughs> he is. I mean, this is they're averaging over 40-something carries. The last, the last four games, which has probably been their best four games of the season, even though they, they did lose one to the Chargers. It was a tough game, lost on the last second field goal. The other three were blowouts of Detroit, Denver, and New Orleans. Those four games, they, they're averaging over, I think it's like 44, 45 carries, 40, I think it's 43-point-something carries per game. 40, that's 40 more than they ran in that game against the Cowboys. I mean, it's not – now, here's my only question. I don't want to put – I mean, it's working, right? So you're, you're going to go with it. But this is 2021. Can an NFL team – like, first of all, all right, I go back with the Eagles a long, a long, long way, right? Um, and you do as well. You, you played in the 80s. Um, 
I don't remember an Eagle team with this identity since 95 when they had Ricky Waters and Charlie Garner um, running the ball and Rodney Pete, a quarterback, who basically just didn't, you know, don't mess up is what they told him. Mm-hmm. And they made the playoffs, noted that. And, and they did make the playoffs, and they, they, they beat Detroit, then they eventually lost to the Cowboys. But the Eagles have been, I mean, since Andy Reid got there, and then from then on, they were a passing team, and that's what they wanted to be, and that's what they were. And they had Donovan McNabb and then Mike Vick for a little bit, and then Car- you know, even the, the Super Bowl champions, they, they, ran, they, they were balanced. But, you know, Carson got them to the point of being the, being the number one seed, and then Nick Foles had two incredible games in the NFC title game and then the Super Bowl. Can a team – I'm just asking this. Can a team in this NFL, today's NFL, win – Running the ball forty something times a game and only throwing it twenty. Well, the answer win a title, the, not win a game, not beat New Orleans on Sunday. Can they win consistently and go into the playoffs and win playoff games doing that? Listen, my answer to your question is obviously yes. If you can run the football and stop the run, I'm sure I've said this several right. times uh, on the podcast that you you have a chance to win every game if you can run the football and stop the run. And right now the Eagles are doing both pretty well. And we won't dwell on the offense, which their metamorphosis is amazing, as you said, but what about uh, Jonathan Gannon's uh, defensive philosophy? They actually blitzed corners yesterday. <laughs> Linebackers, man-to-man coverage, a bump and run. It was amazing, and New Orleans didn't have an answer for it. Now, albeit, you know, New Orleans is playing without Alvin Kamara. They don't have Jameis Winston. And by the way, what or happened no. to Taysom Hill? I mean, is he, he, was, he was active yesterday, but is he never going to see the field? Because he actually yeah. played pretty effectively against the Eagles last year. I was surprised. Well, and he, and he, well I know when he, was out, he was out before Winston got hurt, and then he came back. And I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I, I should know the answer to that. But, um, yeah, I, I, he's not – I mean, he's better than Trevor Simeon. I mean, he's a better football player than Trevor Simeon. So he, there must still not be – he still must not be 100%, or I'm sure he'd have gotten at least somewhere in the game would have gone in. Yeah, very um, strange because he was dressed and, and ready to play, but he, but he didn't get in. Let's talk about some, some notes about the game. First of all, what we thought was going to happen with the running backs did happen. Uh, Kenneth Gainwell was a healthy scratch. Miles Sanders comes back from his injury, 16 carries for 94 yards. Jordan Howard uh, got flipped and really wrenched his neck and his back. He was playing pretty well until that particular play he had 10 rushes for 63 yards and then uh, we've talked about Boston Scott almost every week he's just a great complimentary back he's like Darren Sproles with his ability Mm -hmm. to catch the football he's really hard to see so uh, it's going to be difficult if those three running backs get healthy uh, for Gainwell to get back on the field although I do think he has a a bright future with the Eagles because Jordan Howard uh, back and forth in the practice squad and uh, I think they've got a high round pick invested in Gainwell so they want him to play so so there's that how about uh, the ineffectiveness of Jalen Rager he, has, yeah. does, he ever, does he ever break a tackle uh, off the, the first guy always going to bring him down yesterday at one reception for minus one yards is it time to throw in the towel on this experiment I understand why the team wants them to look good. They keep putting them out there, but there's no production game after game. I, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm as, I have to take – I mean, I, I like that. I didn't, again, I didn't – I'm not saying I, – I never said he was better than Justin Jefferson, 
I thought he was good. I thought I didn't think I'm one of the few people that didn't go crazy when they made that pick. I mean, I thought they were both good players, and you couldn't go wrong with either one. Um, obviously, you could have gone wrong with one because, yeah, I don't know what the – I don't know. I'm not there, so I don't – is he just not – is it is – it, it's a new system, so, I mean, I, last oh, year – He's been here, what, three years or two years? Not two, right? just two. Year. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, he was a very good player in college. He had, you know, he he did all the time, you know, all the drills that they do at the comp. He looked like a that. I mean, it's a bad pick. It looks like it's it's going to turn out to be a bad pick, I guess. But it wasn't. I mean, I, and I'm not one to defend Howie Roseman, but it wasn't a bad. I mean, over Justin Jefferson. But had someone else taken Jefferson and Rieger was there, that wasn't. I mean, that's where Rieger was supposed to go. I mean, it's not like they they reached for him. Like he was a guy that everybody had in the third round. And, and they went and took him in the first round. No, he was he was in that mix. He wasn't C.D. Lamb, and he wasn't Jerry Judy, you know. So he wasn't in that. He wasn't in in that. But they were long gone, you know. Or like you know, sometimes, some, sometimes a player just isn't a good fit. And Nelson Aguilar comes to mind. You know, he had some bright spots with the Eagles. Actually, played played yeah. pretty well down the stretch of Super Bowl year, and then he just kind of fell off the map and. There are times when, you know, it's just the team doesn't fit the player or vice versa, and it may be time to make a move. I think it's way too early for the Eagles to give up on Rager because they have a first-rounder invested in them. But anyway, as you look at the production week after week and it's not there, you just have to question what's going on in that scenario. Uh, defensively, uh, two picks. The Eagles' defense early on, I think, set the tone. T.J. Edwards with a nice read, and then Darius Slay takes one to the house. Slay has played much better the last few weeks. Oh, Slay's well. Slay's a good player. Um, there's no doubt about that. I mean, they 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 knew what they were getting when they tra- they, they didn't invent Darius Slay. He was a good player for the Detroit Lions. People, Eagle fans, probably didn't you know you don't get to see him that often. The Lions aren't exactly a you know they're not on a lot of prime time games. You see him every Thanksgiving. Um, but no, he was. I mean, he's always been a good player. Um, he gets now. Listen, I'm not putting him in the elite category, but. And, you know, great receivers gave him trouble last year. When he went against the, the elite receivers, he got burned. And it happens. I mean, that's why they're elite receivers. But, you know, against average, you know, he could he could dominate a game like he did the last couple of weeks. He was good. He scored, like, he, he scored more touchdowns than, than, than a lot of guys. He, had two, he has two in two weeks now, right? That's more than, way, that's more than Rieger has. Speaking of speaking of corners, did you see your boy Rasul Douglas get burned in, in the Packers game yesterday? Yeah, but I, 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 he, yeah, I don't know. We didn't. I don't know what happened on that. I don't he know. Was right there, it was that it was an amazing pick. reception. Yeah, it should have been a pick. He was at, actually he was, he some, just somehow just he turned it the wrong way, and the ball goes behind him. And it was, yeah, I mean, it, it, Cousins threw a terrible pass. It should have been picked. It yeah, must, it must be a happened. character flaw of mine. I, I, it warms my heart to see ex Eagles. Uh, Get, get burned. Did you see him win the game against Arizona? I did not see that. No. Oh, okay. yeah. Don't rip Jersey. Now he's a Jersey kid. Don't be ripping Jersey kids. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> but well, listen, you're you're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're honed in on the Packers because you, well, you, yeah, you, right you work for them too. So I right. understand. <laughs> but I no, I, I like Russell. I like Russell. He's a good kid. Well, speaking of things, yeah, I, what happened there? I don't know what happened. Speaking of things I like, I like tight ends signing big deals. Dallas Goddard signs a $53 million deal, $35 million guaranteed. Confirms the fact that I was born 40 years too late and not that I'm bitter. 
But I was going to say, is, uh, that, is that a little bit more than, than you got? Listen, I, I'm, I've never done the math, but I, I played four full seasons and went to camp two others. I think at the most, in the, in the entire, my entire six-year career, I think I made 350000 something like that, which was, you know. And that wasn't bad then, right? It wasn't factory money back then. It was, it was okay. I was renting a room for 150 bucks a month. I had more money than I could spend, but the times, they sure do change, my man. They yeah. sure do change. So, we got a couple minutes left as we look at the, the schedule. Let's look ahead. Um, now, the Giants play tonight, which is actually benefits the Eagles because they're going to be short on a week. short week, and they've got a, they're going to have a highly motivated Tampa Bay team uh, tonight as poorly as Tampa Bay has played over the last few weeks. So getting the Giants on a short week is good. And then they've got, they're at the Jets. Now, can you imagine two weeks Are they going to stay up there? Are, are they, are they going to stay doing up in North Jersey for since they have back-to-back games at – at the Meadowlands, they're just going to stay out there. Doubt it. I'm kidding. That was a joke. Because <laughs> yeah, okay. when teams go far, you know, like when they go to Rams and wherever, they'll, they'll yeah, stay yeah. somewhere. Now yeah. I'm sure they'll take the bus yeah. ride back. Um, but can you imagine two weeks from now, if we're talking about the seven and six Eagles who are really in the be. thick of the, the playoff hunt? And then you've got Washington who – Who's playing better? Missing, they're playing they're better. better. They're missing Chase Young. They are playing better. They've got the Giants again at Washington. Again, uh, again, the uh, finale is Dallas. So, you know, it's, it's a, all you can ask of a football team, Mark, is to improve every day, and that's what this team has done. I don't remember seeing a team improve as much in a short period of time as they have, but I will say that, you know, they control what they control, their individual performance, whether it's weight room or film study or – camaraderie, whatever is happening in that locker room, it seems to be working right now. And let's hope uh, uh, Sirianni and Gannon don't go backwards and go back to their old habits. <laughs> but the, yeah, this, no. this, this actually works, and I want them to stay with it. And you said about getting better. They have, they, obviously. But, you know, they started off not that bad. And then they, they hit that. After, you know, they opened the season with a good win against the Falcons. Not a good team, but so what? They, they opened with a, with a good win. They didn't play poorly. They had a couple – Bad decisions against San Francisco, but it wasn't. They didn't. They didn't look terrible. Oh, they played actually then, played Ray Roll in the first half. Right. Then they had that lull, and that's when things went haywire. Where they they start throwing the ball six times. Game, and, the, yeah, the, the Raiders City. game. Right, right. Raiders. You know, so they just now from that point, yes, they've improved because we were saying how they're not getting worse. Well, now they've turned that all around, and hey, that was a big win Sunday also because they now have the tiebreaker on New Orleans if we're, if we're going to talk that p word. Yeah, well, we'll talk about it more next week. That's it for this week's edition of the Bird Brains. For my partner, Mark Eckel, I'm Ken Dunnick. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.